Welcome to Local Matter Sports. I'm your host, Sam Brooks. Got Mark Wilson in the hot seat today. Won't be so hot, Mark. I'm just kidding there. But doesn't doesn't feel that hot. I like the air conditioning in here. <laughs> welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Sam. Happy to be on with you today. Uh, you've been a guest several times, Mark, and glad to have you back. And uh, how's everything going? Give me the state of Mark Wilson right now. Uh, everything's everything's wonderful. We're uh, uh, we're so blessed with Tennessee Tech athletics, and we're off to a good uh, school year. And uh, freshman enrollment is dynamite at at, at Tech. So. Uh, we're thankful for all the work of the admissions office and all these new students, and I think they've really had a great transition to college so far that we can see. And uh, we've done a lot of events with them, including uh, for the opening football game, the running of the freshmen, and that's always so much fun to see them uh, uh, run out on the field with Dr. Oldham and lead the Golden Eagle football team onto the field. So it's uh, we're, we're excited for a great semester. Yeah, it's a, it's a unique event, you know, getting getting the freshmen out there, and, uh, you know, they're just crazy about doing that and getting out on the field. You know, it's pretty neat to – actually get out on the field during a game and see what that's like for them so that's exciting for the community to be able to see too and builds excitement for uh the team and tennessee tech and everybody else so kudos on whoever's idea that was that's 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 a pretty unique it's been idea. going on a little while now i think we probably stole it from somebody else yeah. you know uh but then that's what you do you, most uh, you good look ideas at, yeah you look at great marketing ideas and uh and you adapt them and uh, to what meets your institution but that has been a really good event and uh you know we like to engage the students right away and hopefully we'll make them fans and you know, they they attend you know they'll attend every football game men's and women's basketball and soccer and everything else and and just be real fans and have uh, show their school spirit and the golden eagles through uh, Tennessee Tech Athletics. So, you know, we're, we're coming off uh, pretty unique times. And, and, and the last time that you were here, we spent a lot of time uh, talking about how the student athletes were uh, really dealing with the situations uh, with COVID and everything else that, that it affected. So coming out of that now, uh, there's not too many policies in place that we have to worry about anymore. How, how is it now getting back to some sense of normality yeah I, th- I think we're i think we're nearly there i mean we still have covid we still have you know covid positives and uh in our athletic programs they're they're few and far between compared to the ones that we were having at the last time i was on your program sam um and uh we are primarily operating back to normal um you know where we we are not normal is if we do have a positive uh and then uh you know they have to relocate off campus and you know locate it there at their home and and that's a on camp, from a campus level. That's something we've made you know students and their parents responsible for you know the quarantine of their own of their own students. So um, that, that's uh, that's really the kind of the only policy that we're we're dealing with. We don't have any mandated testing now. It's just you know test if you're symptomatic and uh, you don't feel well. And uh, the health services and our athletic trainers and our team doctor, Dr. Richard Williams, continue to work uh, you know very closely together and. Uh, uh, but uh, I think we're very fortunate that uh, we had a great team of, uh, of medical support that helped, get, helped us get through the pandemic. And, and now hopefully we are on to normal things and, uh, you know, we can roll through this year uh, without, uh, without missing any games or anything like that. Because if we miss a game due to COVID this year, it's, it's not a no contest. It's a forfeit. Mm-hmm. And we really don't want to forfeit any, any, any games in any sport. So uh, uh, we're, we're hopeful that uh, we can keep, continue to keep COVID away. Yeah, and, and you know, um, the student athlete, we, we chronicled uh, many different situations that arose during that time frame. And I think it was a little bit tougher um, for those student athletes to deal with that lack of community, you know, that they were so used to and 
practices changed and eating plans changed and you know just being able to be around everybody i I think it affected some of them a lot more than we know um how how has their response been now that they're coming out of that i think their their response has been very very good because i think you know we were telling them don't hang out with your friends only hang out with the people that you uh you live with so you don't we don't have a large outbreak and you know, so we did ask them to kind of isolate to themselves and with the people that they live with, and and that's very difficult for uh, you know college age students to do because uh, a big part of the collegiate experience and and the student athlete experience is the bonds that uh, that you make. So they're thrilled to be out doing community service again and providing service to the community. And you know we've done a lot of that. If you look at ttusports.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram or any or Twitter, any of those things, you can see how. Uh, active our students have been uh, we've re, re we have reinstated uh, the the mandatory 20 hours of community service for each student athlete uh, over the course of the uh, academic year and uh, they're working on that uh, diligently and uh, we're pleased to see and and they get energy of that from you know if they go to a school they get energy from being in a school energy from those teachers energy from those students that they're interacting with so it really is a great uh, two-way street um, but I do think one of the things that has come out of the pandemic is that there are more mental health issues. People are more aware of their their mental health, and uh, so we're more in tune to that. Um, we're we've, we're working closer than we ever have before with the University Counseling Center. Even some of our coaches have had the Counseling Center to come over and and uh, and talk to uh, their particular team. So there's already a, a, you know some faces with names. So and to and to release that stigma um, because. Uh, uh, when I met with the uh, our SAC, our student athlete advisory committee, at the beginning of the year, and they're kind of they're the the liaison group between student athletes and the administration, direct link to the administration. Coaches can't go to those meetings. It's it's really the link from the students to the administration. And I told them that I am concerned about their mental health, and uh, you know there's 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 no stigma. You know if if you need help, we will help you get help. Okay, and don't be afraid to ask. Um, because there are things I think that uh, have come out of the pandemic that that our students are still dealing with, and the pressures of sport, and the the pressures of academics, and social pressures, and everything else that's going on. Uh, I think they're dealing with more now than they ever have before. There's no doubt, and you, you know, you sometimes you mention the word depression. I, I've heard that a lot through the last three years, you know, and I, I'm thinking, 21, 22 year old, and how are you depressed? But you know, being isolated like that and and really the motivator that they have for coming uh, to school uh, if they're playing sports in some way or another had to be the sport. And and that's a big part of their life. And, and then they're used to doing it one way. And then all of a sudden you're not around your friends so much or you're, you know, you have to watch being around people. Uh, and I think that really, as we talked about, that affected them a little bit more. So yeah. it's great to see that you guys are on top of that and, and kind of, I know it's, not only happening at Tennessee Tech, it's happening everywhere. And uh, mental health is, is just a huge part of, of what we do now, even in K-12 education. Absolutely. And to everybody that's listening to the program, you know, if you're, if you're struggling with something, talk to somebody. You are not alone. You are not alone. There's people that will help you. Call people that will help you. Reach out to people that help you. Reach out to anybody. No doubt. Every life is valuable. Yeah, no doubt. And if, if you have that need, it's, it's, it's you know, a phone call away or, yes. you know, a friend away yes. just, to, just to talk about it. So great advice there. And that, that kind of leads us to the community service that you talked about, getting, getting those athletes uh, out in front of uh, schools. Um, I mean, gosh, you guys do all kinds of stuff. But 
you, you expect as an athletic director and the leader of this program here at Tennessee Tech, you expect to have 20 hours of community service. Can you talk about the why in that? Well, the why in that is because when they graduate from Tennessee Tech, we know they're going to have a great degree. They're going to have all the assets that they've uh, enjoyed as being a student athlete because there's so much. You know, as a student athlete, you you must engage in teamwork. You must engage in hard work. You're going to face adversity. You're going to manage your time. There's so many different extrinsic things that you get from being an athlete. And then when you graduate, if you've been involved in community service, you're not going to be afraid to be a part of your church, to be a part of your parent organization for your children. You're not going to be afraid to be passionate about a charity or a community organization that you really love. You're going to get involved and help them. And we want to provide those experiences as a student athlete because we think that's going to help them be the best citizens but also lead their best personal life. And we want to make sure that when they leave Tennessee Tech, they're not intimidated by community service. It's also a great representation of Tennessee Tech for them to, you know, to be in front of some of the smaller kids and and, and that can look up to them, you know, whether it be a women's basketball player, you know, all the sports uh, do this. So having them out in front, you know, kind of gives those young students, uh, even students that are a little closer to their age, you know, something to say, hey, if, if they're doing that, look how nice they are. You know, I want to be like that. I got to talk to the, the football team uh, a couple, I guess it's been a couple of weeks ago now, and I was trying to bring out the point, and probably didn't do a great job of it, but I was trying to bring out the point, you know, when I was at Tennessee Tech, the athletes in high schools nowadays, especially in the recruiting process, are, are promoted so highly. You know, it's like picket, putting hats down and picking which school you're going to go to, you know. Yes. That really didn't happen back in my days. But um, even – I'm not saying you're old. Yeah, I'm old. When, <laughs> so when I, I'm older. <laughs> when, I, when I came into Tech, um, it, I think with me it was all about what can Tennessee Tech do for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm playing for them. And, you know, it, it was about, you know, I'm here. What can this university do for me? I had it completely wrong. You know, and I found out as time went on, I guess in my junior years when I really started, you know, thinking a different way. And, and, and it's more about, you know, I, I was blessed to have an opportunity to play football at Tennessee Tech. I don't know where I would be without that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was my dad and a couple other coaches that had coached me that kind of made me think about that viewpoint. I wasn't a problem at all. It was just the expectation. And it, 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 it now it's more about, you know, look what Tennessee Tech did for me. Look what Tennessee Tech football, Jim Raglan, you yes. know, all the coaches that yes. I was with did for me. And so that's completely changed my thought process. And I think the community service, what I'm tying it back into, is I think if you get them out there in front of the public and you get them to have that servant mentality, that takes care of what I was dealing with. Yeah, that's a great, great point. I never thought of it that way, but that is a really – that's a wonderful point, Sam. And I know, uh, our, you know, our student athletes, they, they do aspire to be great in all that they do. And you know, when they're out there serving the community, they want to be great at that. They want to make genuine relationships with, uh, with young kids and, and, uh, you know, or, or there be a nursing home or, you know, ser- serving at, uh, you know, being servers at the, at the Habitat Luncheon or all the different things that we have done over the over the course of time. And I know that uh, men's basketball and all, my, a group, big group of our student athletes, they were active in Fall Fun Fest recently. And I know the feedback that we got from that about, wow, your kids are really nice. Right. Because they, ne- they never met, you know, one of our, you know, one of our student athletes. And 
And for, and for some of those uh, young kids, they probably haven't been around uh, many minorities. And right. uh, here they are interacting with minority student athletes. And uh, I, I just think that's absolutely tremendous. Yeah, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Mark Wilson today, head athletic director over at Tennessee Tech University. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks, Mark Wilson in the house today, talking about Tennessee Tech athletics. And Mark, you know, Tennessee Tech, I just saw come in the news again, is voted one of the best values in the nation. And uh, number two, I think, this year, number one last year, in the state of Tennessee and the value of an education at, at Tennessee Tech University. You know, it took a little bit uh, when you decided to come to Tech. There was an attractive factor for you to be the athletic director here, and that had to be part of it. So talk a little bit about what a degree means from Tennessee Tech. It was a huge part of uh, me coming to Tennessee Tech. I wanted to be a place that valued education, that valued um, academic success of student athletes, and we do that because, you know, the young men and young women that play sports at Tennessee Tech, it's highly unlikely that they're going to make their lifelong living playing sport. Um, so they have to have a meaningful degree, a degree that's going to provide them and their families, uh, you know, a livelihood of, of what they want to do for the rest of their life. And uh, that's why I, I, I really preach, preach, preach about education, education, education. When coaches have me meet with prospective student athletes and their families when they come to campus, you know, I, I talk to them. The, no, the number one goal from you is to earn a degree from Tennessee Tech. That, that is always the number one goal. Winning an OVC championship is secondary, okay? Community service is, is tertiary. And, and we say this, and, you know, I think it, for, for you to meet goals, you need to publicly say it. You need to say it. You need to say it out loud. And we tell the, the prospective student athletes, okay, I want you to leave here with a diploma in your left hand and a championship ring on your right, you know, and knowing that they're going to get the community service. We're going to do it in a family atmosphere, you know, with those four things, I mean, you're set up for just great success in your life. Um, and but we publicly say that to them. I want you to leave here with that de- with a diploma and the championship ring. And I think probably when they look back, you know, they will have met their goals. And I also tell them, being a Division One student athlete, it's a grind. It's a grind. You won't appreciate every moment of it when you're here doing it. Right. But when you're out five years, ten years, twenty five years, and you look back, you will appreciate the life lessons that you learn from your coach or your teammates, that's when you'll truly appreciate it. We're talking to Mark Wilson, head athletic director at Tennessee Tech. That's kind of, you said it really well. That's what I was alluding to a minute ago that I was trying to get across to the football team when I was talking to them. And and you're right. Once you get out, you realize how special it it was to even be a part of something like that. 
and then the degree that you get from Tennessee Tech, you know, leads to, uh, you know, other successes in your life as, as time goes on. We can throw out some names. There's some pretty prominent names out there in, in whatever sport you want to talk about. But when we talk about graduates of Tennessee Tech, successful graduates of Tennessee Tech, who comes to mind? Well, I, I think, you know, Barry Wilmore from a student-athlete perspective, you know, uh, uh, he, he's just an amazing role model. You know, Scott Stallings. Uh, and, and, yes, he, he is a professional athlete that's doing really well and has had a long uh, career thus far on the PGA Tour and so proud of him. But, you know, he's got a great degree from, uh, you know, from Tennessee Tech. I think about all the teachers, and I'm going to – rather than naming names, I'm going to put collectively the there teachers. You, you know, we have so many former student athletes that are teachers that are teaching the youth and the communities in which they live – and they all do a, re- a great job of that. They're all getting they they get awards from their schools. They're recognized by their peers for the great job they're doing. So collectively, we're very proud of all the all the teachers. And of course, you know Tennessee Tech. You know we've had all kinds of engineers that mm-hmm. have, have graduated. And that's probably too long a list. I can think about twenty names right now, but to roll to roll through them all probably wouldn't be fair. Um, but we're we're really proud of you know all those uh, you know you know men and women that uh, just do great things uh, you know each and every day. You know, with the degree that they receive from Tennessee Tech. You, you hit the one that, that sticks out in my mind. And, and uh, of course, I've met him, but Barry Wilmore. And to think about where he's been and, and what he's done, and, you know, played football at Tennessee Tech mm-hmm. a, a while back and, and uh, you know, been out in space and all the things he's done with NASA, still doing. Still doing, yes. He, he, he will be the captain of the very first Starliner uh, launch whenever that takes place. And there's his uh, – uh, I don't know exactly, but the, uh, um, one of his teammates is on the ground control side of it and working with him. So I mean, it's it's it it really really is really is neat. And we think about from the one of the highest awards that the NCAA awards is the uh, Theodore Roosevelt Award, and we nominate every year. We put in nominations for every award that we can uh, from the NCAA level, and from the Ohio Valley Conference has been. One recipient of that award, and it was Barry Wilmore a few years back. And that's why we proudly uh, display uh, in the trophy case on the left-hand side of the main lobby of the Evelyn Center when you come in. If you go on the ticket office side and you go down on the right-hand side is his award. Uh, the boxes that it came in, we've got a banner there in the lobby that, that recognizes him. So, so, so proud of Barry Wilmore. Pretty big deal there. Yeah, great, great guy, no doubt. And we, like you said, we could go down the list, you know, the young bloods and – Lois Grooms, all those guys yes. in football and, and basketball too, and yes. baseball. My goodness, here lately, you know, all kinds of names. Yeah, uh, you just you look at all the great you know baseball players that we've we've had and going going way back, yeah. going way back. You know, uh, we recently uh, uh, the Hall of Fame selection committee recently met, and there was a baseball an old, old kind of an old time. It was actually a dual sport athlete, a baseball student athlete. Dave Pratt played uh, both baseball and men's basketball. Is is being inducted and. Then you think of the recent success of baseball and how many Hall of Famers we're going to have out of that that whole group that uh, led us to the uh, Super Regional against Texas in 2018. Yeah, incredible and, run! Uh, incredible run with that. And let's let's stay on the Hall of Fame. You know, the Hall of Fame and uh, selected uh, five for for induction. Also selected Takara Hayes from women's basketball. Uh, Kevin Murphy, who if folks remember, he had that 50 point performance one night in the Hooper Evelyn Center. Uh, 
uh, from men's basketball is uh, is being inducted. David Collette, who was a really great kicker for the uh, for the Golden Eagles, and then a, long, a great Golden Eagle football player and longtime supporter, Otis Phillips, who also was a was a football student athlete at Tennessee Tech. That's our class of five. They'll be recognized uh, at the Hall of Fame banquet on Friday, November 4th, as part of the Hall of Fame homecoming activities, and of course be recognized at halftime on the field of the Hall of Fame football game on November 5th. I want to congratulate all those guys, you know, especially Otis there and, and, and getting into the Hall of Fame. What a what a cool honor and well-deserved um, for all of them. So congratulations there. And that kind of leads me into the, the next uh, conversation. Tennessee Tech football got their first win uh, of the year. Uh, you were at the game. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, it was a great game. You know, we, uh, we struggled early, had turned over the ball a lot, but uh, the guys kept fighting and the coaches kept coaching and, you know, we were able to come up with a touchdown with two seconds left in the game and be able to get the one-point victory. And I uh, really, really applaud them not uh, – not rolling over. I mean, there were things that were not going our way, and we gave up a couple big plays and, you know, had five turnovers, but they kept fighting and found a way to get a win. And, you know, I, I thought in the first game of the year at Kansas, I thought we played really well. Of course, everybody we play, we want them to have a great year all, all year long. Except when they play you. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> so, uh, no doubt, and, uh, you know, I think there's some positives there. If you fumble the ball five times, you don't want to do that. I realize that. that mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a negative. But you still win a football game. To hang in there down 16-3 one time I looked, and mm-hmm. uh, to come all the way back and make it to the last couple of seconds and get the ball in the end zone and get a big win at home, uh, that shows a little bit intestinal fortitude for the team, and, and that's got to be a big lift. You take away the five turnovers – Big time, different ball game. Yeah, big big time, different ball game, and you know I think we've got a, we've got a real winner at quarterback, and we got winners at really every position. Um, defensive made some great plays and great stops when when they needed to, and offensive made made the plays when they needed to, and we got off week, then go on the road for a couple of weeks, and. And then, uh, then we come back home against Tennessee State. So it's a lot of great games. We encourage people to come on out to Tucker Stadium. It's great, you know, family entertainment, and uh, and want them to come out and cheer on the Golden Eagles. And uh, of course, it's uh, you know the ticket ticket price. You can come you can come for entertained at Tennessee Tech football cheaper than you can do any entertainment here in the in the community. No doubt. We're talking to Mark Wilson, athletic director at Tennessee Tech. Let's take a break. We'll come right back. It's Local Matter Sports, your host Sam Brooks, again with Mark Wilson, Athletic Director at Tennessee Tech University. Mark, let's dive into some uh, kind of not really new news, but something that's been on the radar for a little while, the Football Operations Center that uh, got going uh, a little less than two years ago with the conversation, and, and boy, how quickly that has uh, started to get uh, rolling. And can you give us an update on uh, what's going on with the FOC right now? Yeah, the Football Operations Center. So we have two different projects going on. Uh, and uh, as we as we uh, celebrate uh, the 100th anniversary of Tennessee Tech football, it's highly appropriate that uh, we have these uh, two projects that are, that are ongoing. Uh, football Operations Center, we continue to fundraise for. Uh, that'll be a complex that'll house the football offices, uh, football locker room, sports medicine, equipment, uh, a, a practice field, practice sled area, uh, all the team meeting rooms that they have, an auditorium for the uh, football team, and then we can use for other athletic events, and then a hospitality room where the team can uh, have meals, uh, use it for community functions, uh, all things of that nature. That'll be on the west side of campus. Our fundraising goal is $15 million. We're over $7.5 million fundraised wow. for that uh, thus far. And then the other project that's uh, uh, farther ahead than the Football Operations Center is the uh, 
the uh, west side of Tucker Stadium. And uh, we are officially in the design of that. We have the uh, design firm uh, has been hired. Um, we went through an RFP process, competitive RFP process, to select a design firm. Uh, and the uh, schedule for that, and it's just the west side, folks, so that's the side that's on the uh, Hooper Evelyn Center side, which is but it's planned to be a complete teardown of the west side than a, re, than a rebuild uh, with uh, new fan amenities, uh, uh, meaning uh, club seats, chairback seats, suites for fans. Uh, so really to be able to upgrade the experience for fans compared to the normal bleacher seating that uh, that we offer now. So uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, November, December 2023 when uh, when that west side comes down and then we begin to get to see the rebuild process. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of them right now, which is uh, the drawings are incredible uh, of what it's going to look like. And, you know, the uh, the university itself has, has gone through, uh, you know, different rebuilds uh, all across the university, and it is mm-hmm. absolutely one of the most beautiful campuses uh, anywhere around. And, and that's just been exciting to see. You drive down through there, you look at the new uh, exercise building, you know, mm-hmm. that we have on there. It's just second to none. Yeah, the burn is second to none. Yeah. Students love it, and they love it for their their recreation and for their fitness and the new laboratory science building and the and Stone Cipher Hall. And now the, the if you drive by campus, you'll see uh, in the old Sherlock Park location, the footers for the uh, new uh, engineering building are going on there. Uh, they'll be quickly uh, and will be an official design for the second uh, new engineering building. They're calling it the uh, Acme Building. Uh, that'll be getting designed. So it's uh, it really is an exciting time to to be at Tennessee Tech. I applaud Dr. Oldham and and his leadership and uh, the leadership of uh, uh, of of the vision of the campus uh, to really be able to propel. And I think one of the things that makes campus so beautiful and uh, tip of the hat to. Uh, Everybody in the grounds crew, but uh, the great job and how hard they work to fertilize the grass and mow the grass and and all of that and the landscaping that they've done, how they've simplified some of the landscaping and put in the river rock and I really think that has made us really attractive. And as you know, when when students come to our campus for the first time, uh, that first impression is so meaningful, and uh, we want them to have a great first impression. So. Then they'll really take a hard look at our academic programs because we know our academic programs are second to none. Okay, they are the top of the top. The, t- the total attraction um, to Tennessee Tech, you know, I, I was talking with someone about this uh, here lately. You're you're basically an hour away from Nashville. You're an hour and a half away from Chattanooga. You're an hour and a half away from Knoxville. You're smack dab right in the middle of all of them. Um, and then the education that you get from Tennessee Tech, that, that's got to be something that if you're a coach at Tennessee Tech, that's something you got to really be pushing it. You know, it's, it's changed a lot since, you know, since I was in school. Uh, and as time has gone on, it, it appears to me that the, the, the level uh, and ability for students to be able to have success at Tennessee Tech is just off, off, the, off the charts. It is off the charts. I mean, I think, and you know, anybody that you want to send your son or daughter here or your, or your grandchild, uh, you're going to get a great degree. And I, I encourage, you know, uh, you know, uh, Cookville, Putnam County, we are growing. We're growing rapidly. Uh, at a, a recent uh, chamber uh, uh, business before hours, uh, Mayor Porter was talking about the places people are moving from, you know, you know, Oregon, Chicago, California. Um, hey, folks, come on out to Tennessee Tech. Come, come, come to a Tennessee Tech game. Give us a chance, okay? Join join the community spirit that uh, that they have for Tennessee Tech athletics, and I hope that you'll, you'll like it, and you'll come on back again, and you'll buy season tickets. But 
you know, I do invite uh, all newcomers to, to come out and enjoy all that campus has to offer. Okay, I'm here promoting athletics, but, you know, with the arts program and, and music and all that they do, the Bryan Symphony, the Backdoor Playhouse, there are so many different uh, activities that are offered throughout the Tennessee Tech campus to, uh, uh, to to really, you know, recognize everybody. You know, the Constitution Day events, yeah. the, the leaders, the leadership uh, symposiums that the, that we have on campus, 90% of those are open to the public. So take advantage of that. I meant to touch on and ask you the question. I've had some questions about the FOC. Um, how is that going to help our community? Well, it'll do a lot for our community, not just Tennessee Tech football or Tennessee Tech in general, but our entire community. How so? Primarily because it allows us to provide the very best experience that we that we have for the for the student athletes that are enrolled here. Helps us recruit the very best student athletes. When they're having a positive experience, when you're able to recruit the best student athletes, you're going to have a uh, uh, highly successful, winning, sustainable football program. And of course, the more all of our sports teams win, the more energy that provides to the community. The more that's an economic driver for the community. I mean, you look at just, you know, how much money that I, I know when our team, our football team or any of our teams, when they go on the road, how much we spend on hotels and meals and snacks and all those things we spend in those communities. Well, all the teams that are coming here, they're spending that same kind of dollars. You know, so you think of the first uh, first game of the year, you know, Texas A&M Commerce, they're staying in our hotels, they're using our caterers. Okay, there's taxes being paid on on all of that. So Tennessee Tech Athletics is one of the economic drivers, and the more success we have, the larger economic driver that uh, that, that that we will that we will be. No doubt about that. Talking with Mark Wilson, athletic director at Tennessee Tech University, special year here, Mark, uh, with football especially. 100th year of football at Tennessee Tech University. You guys have done a fantastic job of celebrating that all year all year long so far and plan to do that as the season continues. We do, and for the opening game, it was Legends Weekend, and uh, we invited all of our football alumni back. Unfortunately, my football alumni friend that I'm talking to you right now <laughs> had, a, had a commitment out of town, so couldn't be there, but we had a lot of alums back. We recognized the 70th anniversary of the 1952 championship team and had three living members of that championship team there. We recognize the 50th anniversary of the 1972 uh, championship team. Uh, we recognized all of the, the Robert Hill Johnson Award, which is kind of the MVP yes. award. So meaningful because it's actually voted on by your teammates. That's a, we have the 70th anniversary of that, so we recognize the Robert Hill Johnson Award winners that were there. And then we also recognize the All-100 team, uh, that was selected uh, uh, by a committee of uh, staff and uh, football alumni. Uh, um, and uh, we recognize those who are in attendance as well. So it really was a great event. 100 years of Tennessee Tech football. It's also 100 years of uh, Tennessee Tech men's basketball this year and 100 years of, of Golden Eagle baseball. Wow. So ter- tremendous uh, anniversaries for all three of those programs. And, you know, we're proud members of the Ohio Valley Conference. It's 75th anniversary this year of the Ohio Valley Conference. It's our 74th year. We actually joined the OVC in year two. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but uh, we're very proud of that. So there's lot, lots of things to celebrate. Uh, th- Sam, you think it's a 50th anniversary of Title IX yep. and uh, all the opportunities that have come for, you know, females as part of uh, Title IX and Tennessee Tech. We're very proud that we're in full compliance with Title IX and, and our participation rate compared to the undergraduate student body and uh, how we budget our scholarship dollars and so many, so many different things. So it's uh, uh, there's a lot of celebrations going on this year, and pr- we're proud to celebrate the 100th, 100th anniversary of Golden Eagle football. Sounds like uh, your, your office is pretty busy, Mark. 
It's it's always busy, but that's good. <laughs> Much better than the alternative. I would I would not survive if I was bored. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, really, you you think about all the celebration that you guys have been involved in. It takes a lot of planning. Uh, it, it takes a lot of work. You don't just throw that together at the first home game and, and expect people to come. So there's a lot involved. Who's behind the scenes with you that in your office that helps out? I know there's a lot. But. There are a lot. All of my staff is, is dynamite. A lot of the uh, 100th anniversary things uh, falls under Christy Phillips, annual giving and stewardship. She's leading those for us. But she's involved with the entire external team and the video production team and sports information. Uh, and there are there's so many different people that are just making all these things happen on a on a daily basis for our student athletes and our alumni and fans. So tell, give me something that you know you talk with the public all the time and and uh, you do a great job of, of that. What is what is one thing that you think the public doesn't realize about Tennessee Tech or Tennessee Tech sports or even what you guys do on your end? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Sam. I think one of the things that so many people don't realize, or maybe they make the correlation, is that uh, you know we are more like you know uh, some of our other Division One peers, uh, like at the Power Five, and uh, we're very different. We're very very different from them. Um, our finances primarily come from the university, uh, and we're thankful for that. We're like any other uh, entity on the Tennessee Tech campus. Is that uh, we're funded by the university. We're not generating millions of dollars on our, our on our own. We do not make money on sports at, at Tennessee Tech, uh, like you read about so much in the in the newspaper. Um, but there, when you read, uh, you know all the things going on with the NCAA and the transformation committee and transfer portal and all, and name image likeness, all these things. Yeah, we have to deal with all that, but we, we really deal with it at a very different level. Even though, you know, I think uh, most people think we're uh, we're making millions off from our student athletes. Uh, that is not the case at all. Uh, I think we are true to the amateur model of, of, of athletics. Uh, we're giving young men and young women an opportunity to play the sport that they love while earning a, a meaningful degree. And yeah, we'll bring you back to talk about other, some of those other side topics that you just <laughs> mentioned there. Though We could, we could, spend, we could fill up like eight programs. We could Sam. spend the whole time on that. But sure could. It, it is something worth uh, talking about, so we'll, we'll get you back on the show. And I appreciate you coming over. I know you're busy right now and taking 30 minutes out of your day to come over and be with us again. And good luck this season. Good luck with everything that you're doing. And uh, everybody will be watching. Hey, guys, get out to a Tennessee Tech football game. Support the Golden Eagles. Thank you, Sam. My honor to be with you. Wings Thanks. up.